what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets, Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop Wednesday, NBA slate, so you know what time it is. Sean Little, AC, Albert Wynn, Analytics Cappers, and of course, J Money is money on the Wednesday slate. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Go download the Action Network app. NFL playoffs are here. All the week 18 scenarios, playoff implications, all that stuff, info, picks, Game time, money movement, line movements, all going to be in the Action Network app. Of course, NBA plays, NBA articles, hockey, whatever you need. Action Network app, go download it right now. You know the deal. We'll give the play, give the cap, get you guys out of here. J Money is money. What are you looking at for your best bet on the Wednesday NBA slate? Best bet right now, I'm looking at the Wizards team total under 114 and a half. Think the Cavs lock these boys up. AC. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Hawks plus two against one of the best teams, OKC. I'm going to go to Minnesota Timberwolves minus six against the Pelicans. All right. Jay Money is money. I'm coming right back to you. We talked about it right before we hopped on. We said, man, the Wizards are just ass. They have a hard time doing anything. They get out high pace, high volume team in the fast break, but the offensive rating is still down towards the bottom of the league. They might get out and create pace and get out quickly in offensive possessions, but they don't do anything with them. Talk to me about why you're looking at the team total under here. Yeah, 24th in offensive rating in the last five games. I know that they're number one in pace. They like to run and gun, but they're going up against a top-tier defense in the Cleveland Cavaliers. We know with Jared Allen down there, it's going to be really hard to get points in the paint. Unless they're making a ton of threes in this game, I don't see the Wizards touching 110 points in this game. I think the Cavs lock these boys down. This is a top-tier defense that they're going up against. Guys like Okoro, I mean, they got a lot of great defenders on the Cavs. Just collectively, all five guys play really great defense. So I just need them to hold the Wizards into a half-court offense. And I've seen this team have plenty of shot clock violations, throwing up a horrible shot with a couple of seconds left in the shot clock. So as long as the Cavs don't try to run with these boys and really try to lock them up, the Cavs probably cover this spread as well. I see a smack city spot, but even more, I like the team total under for the Washington Wizards in this particular game. They might not touch 100 points in this game if the Cavs really come out locked and loaded on defense like they usually do. And it's a bounce back game. They're coming off a tough loss versus the Toronto Raptors as well. They gave up 124 points. So Something tells me they're going to be focusing on defense in this game. Yeah, Wizards 6-26 and 26 overall straight up. AC, any thoughts on the team total under here? No, I like that look, Jay. I mean, Cleveland Cavaliers, they had a slow start to the season, but you look at their adjusted numbers now, there are six in defensive rating. So you know these guys can really defend the basketball. And at their peak, at the highest potential with Mobley, Jared Allen, Okoro, like straight defenders, this potentially is the best defensive team in the NBA at their peak. So if they play like that against Washington and not take them lightly, I agree with Jay. I think they dominate this team and definitely hold Washington to under whatever the team total is. Yeah, totals have gone over in nine of the Cavs' last 17 home games. So it's about split in that spot, but this is one of the bottom 
barrel teams in the league. We talked about it right before we came on, Jay. If they could slow up Washington and put them in the half court, it's going to be a long day for them. They have no answer in a half court possession by possession offensive game, almost like that playoff style NBA game. They, that's not what Washington is good at. If they get out in transition and knock down a bunch of shots in the NBA, if you get out in transition and put together easy buckets and you're knocking down threes, every single team in the NBA is going over their team total. So if that's happening, it's going to be hard pressed for this to cash. But this is a bad stylistic matchup for Washington. If they could slow them down like Jay laid out, this should come in under that 110 ish number. All right, AC, you're fading the Golden Boys, the Oklahoma My City God. Thunder. We yeah. Right before we hopped on, they got the W at home against the Boston Celtics. Shea Gilgis-Alexander efficiently puts up 37-7 and seven, damn near every night, it seems. They have a well-rounded group. Giddy was involved tonight versus Boston. They got a big W at home. Why are you fading them in this spot against the Hawks? Man, OKC is one of the best teams in the NBA, and they are one of the hottest right now. They won eight out of their last nine games, guys. But not only that, they've beaten like elite teams. They've beaten Denver twice during this stretch. They just beat Boston tonight, New York, Minnesota, the Clippers. Like This is a, a legit team, and I know people are sleeping them because of the name on their jersey, right? OKC Thunder. But this hits every single signal, and I just have to take it, right? This is going to be a second night of back-to-back. They have traveling on the road to Atlanta. Atlanta hasn't played since December 31st, so they have two extra days of rest compared to OKC. OKC were four-point underdogs today and won outright as an underdog against Boston. So now they're traveling to Atlanta, a much inferior team. Atlanta is terrible towards the bottom of the East. They're only 13 and 20, and they're only two-point favorites against Atlanta. I'm going to take Atlanta there every single time because of the spot. And I know there's a lot of rumors swirling with trades and things like that. I don't really care about that right now. I just think this is a great spot for Atlanta to bounce back with the rest advantage, the travel advantage, and they're at home. So give me Atlanta at plus two. And if you don't like that, you could sprinkle the money line as well. Jay, any thoughts on this spot for the Hawks catching a couple points versus a very locked in Oklahoma City Thunder team. Yeah, it's not a great spot for the Thunder. It's real hard for me to bet on Hawks games because I never know when they're going to put things together. This is a great team. They just don't put things together. This team is 1-12 against the spread at the house. Like, what the hell are we doing here? But, I mean, AC laid it out. It's his fishy line. We know that the public betters, the square betters, are going to be all over the Thunder here. They're coming off a game where they just beat the Boston Celtics, and the game came down to the wire. But this is a back-to-back for the Thunder with travel, and they lose an hour with going from OKC to Atlanta as well. Probably going to get into the hotel room maybe about one o'clock in the morning. So you got a back-to-back third game in four nights, a fifth game in eight nights and sixth game in nine days. I know that this is a young team, but this is the ultimate fatigue spot for an NBA team. For the rookies, guys like Chet Holmgren, not really used to playing this many games in this many days. So I agree with AC there. I can't get there with the Hawks, but this is the only way that I could look up. This is one of those fade the public type of spots, fade the world type of spots. They're going to be on the thunder here for sure. And I'd wait to the last minute and possibly look towards the Hawks winning this game outright. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think if you wait, we're recording this Tuesday night. If you wait till tomorrow, this might be some movement in your favor, AC, if you like the Hawks. Now, (laughs) any way you shake it, when you go look at the Oklahoma City Thunder, you'd be hard-pressed to find a bad number. The Oklahoma City Thunder this year, with the rest disadvantage, are 5-0 ATS. That's the best in the NBA. 
if you go to uh, some other different numbers, nine and three ATS on the road are the Oklahoma City Thunder. Any way you cut it, if you look at the numbers to try to find a find a spot to fade the Oklahoma City Thunder, they have been showing up all year. The last couple years goes back to last year. So it's just one of those teams I have a really hard time fading because they're young and they seem to get up for every single game. But all that said, lay it all out, rest disadvantage. They're undefeated on no rest on a back-to-back against the spread, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Then why is the number one? Why isn't it a full possession? Why isn't it Thunder minus three, three and a half, if they're rolling like they are? So this is a really interesting spot. I'm excited to see it. I think the Thunder must see TV. If you like good basketball, team ball with a superstar leading the way, you should watch more Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. Let's see how that shakes. I'm interested to see. AC wanted the sharpest out. This is a this is a sharp spot. So we'll see how that shakes. Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, I'm going to go to Minnesota. I want to take the Timberwolves minus six at home versus the Pelicans. This is the fourth time these guys have played this year. Minnesota up 2-1. They haven't lost a back-to-back all year. I was at the Garden for the Timberwolves game. They played the Knicks the other night. They started off really well and then got locked up once the Knicks settled in with the new addition of OG Ananobi and they started playing D. The Timberwolves had a rough time. But overall, I think this team always has this year bounced back off a loss. They haven't lost back-to-back games. And then the average W the following game, they're averaging a win by 10.7 points per game. And these are some big teams, some big names in the NBA, some of the best teams in the league they've beat coming after a loss by 10.7 points per game. The Miami Heat, the Denver Nuggets, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Lakers. Pelicans, let's talk about them really quick. Seven and three their last 10 games, number two in net rating at 12.1. But they've only played one team with a winning record over that last 10, and that was the Rockets, and they lost. Timberwolves are also 7-3 and three over the last 10 games, but 8 of those 10 are against teams over 500. The other two games are against the Lakers, who are 17-17, and 17, and they played those guys twice. So Minnesota is going to be ready for this game on a bounce-back spot, and they're not going to lose two in a row. I also think me and AC talked about this a couple weeks ago, where the number jumped off to me that, wow, a full two possessions on a team – that they're very familiar with each other. They're both out in the West. This is going to be their fourth time playing. Why is this number so big for a team that's 7-3 and three over that last 10? That was something I really dug into. I just like the spot coming off a loss for the Timberwolves. They're now going to be at home. The Pelicans have been doing most of this damage on this 7-3 and three run over the last 10 at the house. So I like this spot for the Minnesota Timberwolves on a bounce-back spot at home. I expect those guys to get it done. Now... AC, I'm going to come to you to talk about this spot. Anything that gives you pause with the Pelicans going on the road, they had a couple big games from Zion in this matchup. He had 35 in one of them. That's always an issue. If he is locked in and explodes, they're going to be able to compete with these guys. But anything that gives you pause on the Timberwolves minus six? 
No, I mean, Zion's going to always eat against this team because Rudy Gobert and, and Carl Anthony Towns don't have the ladder of movement to stay with Zion. So I think he's always going to eat literally and figuratively against this team. But this is a similar spot to OKC, right? Because they are on a second night back-to-back. They have to travel. Pretty long flight up to Minnesota from New Orleans. New Orleans just covered against the Nets really easily, even though it was a slight Nets read today. So it's a very, very similar fade spot, right? So I'm fading OKC. Now you're fading the Pelicans. Plus, it's a good bounce-back spot for the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are battle-tested, like you said. They've been playing really, really hard teams, really good teams. And they'll be ready, you know, back at home to really, you know, take care of business. So not only do I like the Minnesota minus six spot, I probably like the first half even more, to be honest. Yeah, it's funny you say that before I get to you, Jay Money. I was looking at the first half and that's exactly what I was thinking coming in. I'm like, let me get the Timberwolves like minus three, minus three and a half in the first half in this spot coming off of an L. But the Pellies, man, they're the best team in the league in the first half. 24 and eight ATS in the first two frames. They've come out really hot. So I stayed away from that and went full game. And I also just saw the Timberwolves collapse in that second half against the Knicks. That also made me want to take that first half, but I'm just going to make full game, let them just stack up the possessions and wear down the Pelicans. Jay Money is money. Any thoughts on this game in this spot and that first half play that AC alluded to? Yeah, I can't talk you off. The Timberwolves are a top-tier team. Now, I will say that they're not the number one team in the West, uh, in my opinion, but they do have the rest advantage here. This is a revenge spot as well. So I know you didn't mention this, Sean, but not in the last 10 games, but their 11th game, the Pelicans did just beat the Timberwolves. They absolutely smacked them up, 121 to 107. I was on the Pelicans on that game, so I know, but that was the first game coming off the in-season tournament drubbing versus the Lakers, and I know that the Pelicans were absolutely pissed off in that game. So this is a back-to-back with travel, but I just want to say that they can match up well with the Minnesota Timberwolves and we have seen the Timberwolves kind of be flustered a little bit in the half court with their offense that's one thing that Finch is even a little frustrated at the team that their offense needs to be a lot better this is a top tier defensive team both teams are top tier defensive in my opinion I actually be looking towards the under in this one but I can't talk you off the Timberwolves minus six I think it's a little rich but it's definitely a bounce back spot they hadn't lost back-to-back games all year and they're 14 and one straight up at the house so this is where they ball out and they're coming off a game where they didn't get any foul calls. I was also in the Knicks in that game, and I'm watching it, and I knew that they weren't going to get any foul calls, but they couldn't get a whistle to go their way. It was frustrating them, but obviously they were just coming off that game versus the Lakers where they probably should have lost that game, and the league knows it. So couldn't talk you off in this spot, but I do think I would probably lean towards the under even more, just being like a, a heavyweight matchup type of game, two top-tier defenses going at it. Yeah, this is the fourth time they played in the three other matchups, as Jay just laid out. Two blowouts for each team. Minnesota won big, New Orleans won big, and then the other game is a one-point win for the Timberwolves. This is going to be the fourth one. Minnesota at home is just a spot. And like uh, Jay said, offensively, sometimes Ant gets a little locked in, and he's about getting Ant-Man done and, and getting it, creating it himself when he could probably move the ball a little bit more. But that is the frustration offensively for them in the half court. I think them at home, though, off an L, going back, This is a good spot for them to lock up on D, get back to the roots. I think they pull it out. All right, to recap, AC is on the Hawks plus two. J Money is money is on the Wizards team total under 114 and a half. I am on the T-Wilves at home versus the Pelicans minus six. 
Don't forget it. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Don't forget it. Go download the Action Network app. Everything you need to know about sports betting is going to be in that app as we start to roll with college basketball, close out with NFL, and go day-to-day with NBA. And don't forget it. Get buckets, baby. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.